AM850KFUO, worldwide, KFUO.org, the messenger of good news. I'm Gary. It's time now for our moment of faith with Pastor Doug Nicely of Jerusalem Lutheran Church in Collinsville, Illinois. Good afternoon, Doug. Good afternoon, Gary. Good to talk to you today, and uh, happy middle of September. That seemed to go by fast so far. <laughs> the whole thing is going by <laughs> fast. Every it year is. goes by so fast. You blink, and it's a brand new year. Well, anyway, yeah. we're we're talking about old hymns, right? Yeah, for the next couple of weeks, we're 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 digging up some old hymns because I've got a couple of books that uh, quote old hymns. Okay. And it's fascinating to me to figure out what was popular uh, and what was well uh, appreciated a hundred years ago in our churches. Okay. So uh, one of these hymn story books that I have uh, gives us some background on the song that was very popular about a century ago, and it's called Beulah Land. If we recall any of the lyrics, it probably would be the chorus. So here's how the chorus goes. Beulah land, I'm longing for you, and someday on thee I'll stand. There my home shall be eternal. Beulah land, sweet Beulah land. So I thought maybe you need a little bit of background on this. Yes, I do. Most of us don't understand what Beulah means. I was going to say, what's Beulah land? I'll tell you that within the next three paragraphs okay. here, okay? We become Christ followers as we also become, by default, exiles on earth. As such, we often find ourselves weary of this world and incredibly homesick for heaven. How could we not be when we know what awaits us? No matter what temporary comforts we accumulate for ourselves, the fact remains that this is not our eternal home. This hymn was written by Edgar Page Stites and composed by John R. Sweeney. Beulah Land is a hymn derived from Isaiah chapter 24. I'm reading uh, this verse from the King James Version. Thou shalt be no more termed forsaken, neither shall thy land any more be termed desolate. But thou shalt be called Helphizabah, and thy land Beulah, for the Lord delighteth in thee, and thy land shall be married. The prophet Isaiah spoke of a time when the Hebrews would return to God and no longer experience exile in Babylon. And he was projecting this about 150 years before it happened. He saw a day when their land would no longer be desolate, but would be renamed Beulah, which means married in Hebrew. How they must have looked forward to that day and how they must have longed for Beulah land, married land. This quote from Isaiah 24 got me thinking. Beulah land certainly can be our expectation for dying and going to heaven. But in the context of the Old Testament, it meant going to the holy city of Jerusalem for one of several annual biblical festivals. The first verse of the hymn reads like this. I'm kind of homesick, for a country to which I've never been before. No sad goodbyes will be there spoken, for time won't matter anymore. There were several songs written for those going up to Jerusalem uh, to sing as they traveled. And remember, in the Old Testament, there weren't a whole lot of people who would actually read anything. 
So learning songs was very important because those songs, which we now number as Psalm 120 to 134, uh, tell the story of what happened when God led Israel through the entire, uh, what we call Old Testament. Psalm 122 says, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet have been standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. This also reminds me of the many generations of immigrants who came to this country from another one. Uh, I could have been talking about the people of Afghanistan, who we've heard about in recent weeks. Or we could have been talking about Eastern European immigrants from the nation, oh, say, of Lithuania a century ago. The Lithuanians were leaving their home country uh, to flee from the Russians who were attempting to colonize them. I just love those words. Basically, what they were trying to do is they were trying to make these um, three nations on the Baltic Sea no longer nations, but a part of Russia. And one of the things that they tried to do is they tried to absolutely prohibit anything being printed in these three nations that wasn't typed in Cyrillic type. Mm, that's, interesting. that's the type of the Russian alphabet. Yeah. And, uh, and there, was a, there was a pastor in, in Lithuania who was stubborn. And he decided he wasn't, going to, he wasn't going to do that. So he arranged to have the Bible translated in Lithuanian, which was in Latin type. And uh, the Russians found him and kicked him out of the country. He came to the United States and he founded four congregations. And one of them was Jerusalem Lutheran Church in Collinsville, Illinois. And that's our church. They call the church Jerusalem, which means in English, God is our peace. We have a hymn in our hymnal titled Jerusalem the Golden. Here's how that hymn begins. Jerusalem the golden, with milk and honey blessed, the promise of salvation, the place of peace and rest. We know not, oh, we know not what joys await us there, the radiancy of glory, the bliss beyond compare. I've often said to the people in our congregation that our Jerusalem isn't the same thing as that Jerusalem. But I'm thinking about this again. For these immigrants, this was Jerusalem the Golden, and they were in Beulah land. And it's important for us to remember that uh, people who immigrated to this country are such an important part of the story of the nation in which we live. And I suspect that most of us, including myself, have uh, family heritage from people who lived uh, a long way away and came to this came to this nation as immigrants and made the nation what we are. And I see that as Beulah Land for That's, them. Well, thanks for that uh, painting that picture there for what Beulah Land is. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like to lead us in a prayer? Let's do that. Lord, thank you for what you teach us about uh, as we go on our pilgrimages through our lives. Help us to appreciate those places from where we've come and help us also to look forward to where you will continue to lead us uh, until we live with you in eternity. For we pray in the name of Jesus who gives us the keys to the kingdom. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much, Doug. What are we talking about next week? Well, next week we're talking about someone who lived many years ago. This is that old hymnal that I discovered a few weeks ago. Uh, and, And he used the words of the familiar hymn, Jesus, Lover of My Soul, 
as a witness to his faith as he went to be with Jesus in eternity in the middle of the Civil War. Interesting story. Sounds great. Yeah. We are the messenger of good news worldwide at KFUO.org. You can find our podcast wherever you get your podcast. Just search out KFUO Radio. That includes these talk segments like the one we've just uh, concluded or our talk programs as well here on KFUO Radio.